to another episode of Executive Talk. Those are watching on Facebook Live. Also, those are watching on YouTube and are also watching on live TV or listening on podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us today. In this show, I guarantee you'll learn something. I guarantee you'll come out with a new, with a new mindset and, most importantly, a new heart set under, under this issue that we're talking about. This is part two of this issue, and we're going to wrap it up here today and start another series in another week. But let me go ahead and let me go ahead and jump into this because we have a lot of content to actually uh, discuss today. Do you know anyone who has ever said this statement? And when I say anyone, I'm talking about yourself. This is the moment for self-reflection. So I want you to ask yourself, when you started your business, so let's say you're 10 years, 5 years, 20 years in business, it doesn't matter. Let me ask you, did you say one of these statements? I want to determine my own destiny. Have you ever thought about that as a business owner? Is that part of the reason why you started your business? I want to call the shots. How about that? I want to get paid what I deserve. Has, have you said any one of those three statements? Now, obviously, there's a whole slew of statements that you can say as to the reason why you want to start your own business. However, these are the ones that I want to jump out. Now, one of the things, it doesn't matter the fact that you said these maybe a long time ago, or you're just starting your business and you're saying them. The fact is, they're still playing a part in your business because this becomes part of your reason why, why you're in business. Okay? Now, again, let's think about it. If you read a book, a book would tell you, yeah, these are the right things to do here on earth. Here in the natural, these statements make a lot of sense. But is there something wrong with them? I want you to think about that for a minute. Is there something wrong with these statements? Because there's a driving force behind these statements that continues to dupl duplicate and manifest within your business. Now, in a lot of my shows here recently, I've had this illustration. This illustration represents how we feel. Let's think about it. Life and business ownership. Are you, one thing that's consistent about life and business ownership, they have, they have the same question mark. You're trying to figure out what to do. The worst thing with this question mark is that with life and business, there's a lot of time that goes along with life. So with this question mark and you have time and you're trying to figure out what goes next, it makes you nervous. There's uncertainty with it when it comes to life and it comes to business ownership. There's a lot of moving parts. Everybody in business knows that, that there's a lot of moving parts that make you nervous and makes you uncertain. So this plays a role in this. So you have these strong statements. I want to call the shots. I want to determine my own destiny. But then again, you have this big question mark as you're uncertain as to what life is going to look like. How do those two mix? It causes something internally within you, regardless of how you feel. Maybe you don't want to say it, and maybe you don't even recognize it's happening, most importantly, but it causes something in you. And so today's title is, Do You Lead With Control? The key component to this particular question is control. The fact is, you are the leader, you are the authority in your business, but this control factor is where your business can get extremely muddy. And this is an out-of-alignment out place that we're, that we're operating in. Now let's go to Genesis 2.15. And let's talk about the, the details of this scripture. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take, and, and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge and good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Now, 
Why is that scripture important? There is one particular word in this particular scripture on this page that we should pay attention to. The Lord God commanded the man. Okay? One thing that we need to understand about Genesis and God and his creation, he created everything first. And after every single thing he created, one thing he said consistently was, that was good. That was very good. That was very good. He spoke it. It came to. It worked. He confirmed it. He said it was very good. And with man, he, did, he had the same operation for man. Because one thing he knew about man is that there was, he did not know what to do with the, with, with the Garden of Eden. Okay, so he came in. He brought the man. He brought the man with him. God was with him. And then he commanded the man. So that command was with, was with Adam. And so when you think about that command, you think about the, 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 the potency of that command is that's what we have to pay attention to because that's where the control of your life because God knew you didn't know the end result of where you were supposed to go. And so God was supposed to be the guiding course, but then, um, and it was, again, it was based off that command he gave the man. Now, when we fail, we lost disconnection with that command. We took command of our own destiny. And all of a sudden, once we took command, we started looking at everything like this. I don't, I don't understand this. this. This is a lot of work. Again, when we come back to it, this is what life looks like when we're in our fallen ways. We don't know what to expect. God knew that before, and that's where that relationship was tied in the very beginning. That's why I wanted to bring that scripture up. That's why it's so important. But now, let me, go ahead and, uh, let me go ahead and present this to you. Matthew 15, 17 through 20. I want you to pay attention to this because this hall has everything to do with control. Don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart. And these defile them. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts. Okay. So in a lot of my shows, you guys are always going to see the reference to the heart, okay? Because again, this, these things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart that defiles them, okay? For out of the heart come evil thoughts. So your heart and mind has something to do with everything. So let's think about this when it comes to, that, when it comes to business ownership, Again, one of those things that you've had in your life is you've had issues, you've had pain, you have people disappoint you. And so as a business owner, again, part of the reasons why we became a business owner is because one of these reasons are going on. We say, I don't want to fail. I can't trust anybody. I don't need help. I have to know what to expect. I don't want to be disappointed. I'm scared to get hurt. I don't want to look needy. Now, these are what's going on in your heart. Okay. Out of a person's mouth come from the heart and the in these defile them. So if your heart is operating in this place right here, then now we have the mind. I want to determine my own destiny. I want to call the shots. I want to get paid what I deserve. Right there, instantly, you're in control. That's what we're talking about when we talk about these statements and how quick control is in your business control. So when you have these feelings going on, you have this mindset and you have this big question mark, 
of life and you're trying to figure out what's going on, control is the first thing that you do. And especially when you're a business owner. So this becomes a healing principle for you. This is not the place that we intended to be with all these question marks. This question mark is the most dangerous place to be in, especially as a leader in your business. And so when you think about control, the healing component on this place is for God to have control back over your life and allow him to lead you in the direction that you were supposed to go. So again, this question mark should not exist in your life. It's always going to be there. And this is, this is what life is, is so crazy. In business ownership, you know you can have a great month. Things can be going really well. Then all of a sudden, things start slowing down. The first thing you do when things are not in line of how you expected them to be is you start trying to pull back the reins of control. It is that question mark is that uncertain feeling. But again, this is what Jesus came for to actually die. He died on the cross for these moments like these. So you can have trust and faith that everything is going to be okay. When you look at Numbers 23, 19, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall not he make it good? This scripture here is to align that trust factor. The reason why as business owner and as people we go into control mode is because we're thinking God's going to lie to us, that these scriptures do not exist and that they're not going to come to flourishing, that they're not going to manifest in our life. So the easiest thing that we get into the point, and that's why the scripture here is part of the reminder that is he, is he going to lie? No, he's not going to lie. His word never returns back void. But this is a trust factor in order to get back to that place where we can actually take, get out of the way and stop taking control of everything. Because our control is actually ruining, is messing up our business. It's putting more stress. If you look at your, if you look at your schedule, and if you're out of balance schedule-wise, and if you're spending a whole bunch of time in your business and your work-life balance is off, control. That means whenever there's a moment, you figure out a way to work. And again, that's that uncertainty. You're trying to deal with the uncertainty of tomorrow. And so this is where we have to come into, we have to come into really, we have to come into truth in this place and understand how quick and how that feeling of openness and that time that we have, how quick control comes back in. We have to get in that place where we come back and trust him. That's the message that I'm delivering to you today is trust him, lose the control. John 10, 10 reads, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Now, when you've seen a lot of these episodes, you notice I bring that scripture up, but there, here's, the, here's the fullness of that scripture. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. One thing that I learned in my business and just in life in general, when I started my business 10 years ago, one thing is I started open, I opened my business and I thought I had control and I, I had those, those, I had that mindset going on because my heart set was what it was and everything that you just, that, that we listed up here. One thing that I learned when I gave my life over to Jesus and I repented, one thing I learned, I saw the scriptures, I was like, you know what? It would be better to have life and have it abundantly. 
Because apparently what the direction that I was going was not abundant. The fact that I'm overwhelmed over time is not life. I should not be operating in, in, in being overwhelmed because I have no more output. So that, that's what my control factor, and that was my nervousness of business ownership when I started. But when I gave the wheels back over, when I said, Jesus, yes, you're going to lead me. I want to get back to the place where the relationship was in the garden. Because of this scripture, one of these scriptures right here, it helped me. It told me that he came that I, that he, I may have life and I can have it abundantly. So this is part of the control. This is part of the healing factor for man. This is one of the opportunities that we have in order to help you in your business. I want you to read Colossians 2.10 with me. And have you been made complete in Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority? Okay, he's the head over every ruler and authority. I had to sit and think about that for a minute. Huh. Well, if he's the head over every ruler and authority, well, maybe I need to sit back a little bit more and make sure that he's the head, make sure that he's leading the direction because in the garden, a guy was leading Adam and Eve and told them what to do. And if they didn't fall, then it would have been a whole different story. So I, I wanted to go back to where it was, where it was safe, and he had the control, and he guided me and gave me the direction. In him, you're also circumcised and putting off your sinful nature with the circumcision performed by Christ and not by human hands. Okay? So this comes to a place of submitting yourselves. Submitting and control don't go together. You have to choose one or the other. And this is a constant place of being. To allow God to actually lead your life, lead your heart and your life and you is that heart right there. So one thing I learned is, okay, Lord, I will go this way. I will keep on doing and align myself with the mission that you have for me specifically. Why am I here? So in answering that, I had to actually put myself in a place of submitting. So once I submitted my heart and I allowed that hardening of the heart to actually drop off, it started making me think differently. And that's where the renewing of the mind came in. I wanted to go back to control, but one thing I learned in repentance is when I was controlling my business, I had a lot of issues. And I'm not just saying this because we're on air, but I truly had a lot of issues, a lot of things I had to deal with. That really had me upset with people overall. But one thing that I learned in walking with God is he's the leader. He knows who, what he wants to do and the plans that he has for me. So I'd rather approach those plans than my plans because I don't know what I'm doing. I had to come to terms with that. But that was part of submitting myself in order to get rid of that control. Now, in Matthew 6.33, it reads... But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and these things will be added unto you. So in order for you to submit yourselves, one thing that will happen is if you seek first the righteousness, if you're always looking up, the next step is going to be okay, and the next step is going to be okay, and the things that you're looking for will be added onto you. So, because again, in the scripture, he said, 
He came that they might have life and have it abundantly, correct? I don't want to go all the way back. But he said that, he may, that you may have life and have it abundantly. Well, here's the abundant part of it. The fact that I have no more control, I'm, looking, I'm seeking his righteousness, his ways, his commands, number one, because that, again, I'm going back to the original in Genesis 2.15, where the commands were there, that relationship was there, and I'm, I'm listening, to those, listening to that guidance. So as long as I'm seeking his righteousness, these things will be added on to me. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. It sounds, it sounds interesting. However, it makes a lot of sense because, again, one thing I do know is the way and the direction I was going was not working. So this is the better way. How do you break control? How do you get to that place of submitting yourself when you're so used to, to running your own life? One thing that we have to do with the heart, and part of the heart, on hard, hardening of the heart, is to actually deal with love, to deal with faith, to deal with hope, perseverance, and trust. Because when your heart is hardened, the only person you trust is yourself. The only person you're going to persevere for is yourself. The only person that you have hope in is, you have, is yourself. The only person you have love for and faith for is yourself. You're absolutely in the way when those things are just for you. But when I, when I did this scripture here, Matthew 6, 33, I decided to give all my love to God, all my faith to God, all my hope, all my perseverance, all my trust, that direction. Because one thing I do know is that direction, again, he's not going to lie. It's not going to fail. Because again, on my direction that I was going, it was turmoil. These things are part of a fallen man's and fallen woman's ways of operating. These, these, these are pain points. These should not be. Again, these are sort of the statements internally that feed control. If you don't have this, you don't have, you don't, you don't, you're not trying to control your environment. But if you're operating with, I don't want to fail, I can't trust anybody, I don't need help, I have to know what to expect. I don't want to be disappointed. I'm scared to get hurt. I don't want to look needy. If you're operating with any of those internally and those pains, you're absolutely operating control because you're trying to make sure that you're thinking ahead of the situation in order to make sure none of these things, that you don't feel these things. And so you're too deep, deeply involved with life and your life, and God cannot reach those places. But these are healing points that need to come back to normal where you act, when your heart's submitted and is vulnerable and that you're in that submitting place in that vulnerable, vulnerable spot so God can take control and lead you the direction and lead your business the right way. Because again, he's the ruler and head of everything. 1 Peter 5, 7 through 9. Casting your care upon him for he care for you. Okay? These are the cares that he wants to, hey, be able to have that relationship where you can cast these up. Because again, just as much as you're following, you're going to have your days when you're like, oh, I'm not for sure. These feelings start raising up. Cast those cares back up so you can stay submitting and stay vulnerable and stay out of control. And I say that, I say that directly. Stay out of control. You don't control your circumstances. Allow God to make the next move. But it requires faith for those things to happen. Now, your control Remember, this is you. 
You are the heart. Okay, yes, this is your flesh, but most importantly, this is you, this heart. Remember, when you developed your business and you put it together, your word and your heart is what's the glue of everything. So part of the pressure you actually feel in your business is you. Because, again, it's you, your word, that are holding up the company. You told your friends, family, your clients, your employees that are making life decisions and making financial decisions based off of your word. Your brand is catering off of your word. So everything, the weight that you feel as a business owner, this is because this is the weight of your word. That is a lot of pressure to maintain every single day. And this right here, this will actually dwindle down your time frame as a business owner. This is where you see a lot of grumpy business owners. This is where you see a lot of challenges with business owners because you're weighed down. That's what control, that's what you and your business actually look like behind the scenes. You don't feel that way because you have, you know, X, Y, Z amount of money per month, whatever that looks like. But again, it's your word that's carrying the weight. And that is a heavy weight to burden. Now, with God's control, guess what the difference is? Everybody's operating off of the Lord's command. And when everybody's operating off of the Lord's command, again, in that scripture above, I said, God is not the man that he shall not, that he shall not lie. So that when you're talking to your friends and family, you're telling them, God sent me here. I'm supposed to do this and I'm following his word. Would you like to join me? So guess what? If I'm an employee and I'm having employees join on to my company and I'm telling them the mission that I'm on and God's the center core piece of it, well, then that way they're aligning with God's word as well. So again, remember, God's the ruler of everything. So think about that. Think about God's control being in the center component of your business. So now the control is on God. That's how he wanted it in the original. That was his original intention in the first place, and that's where he wants you now. In the place where his command won't fail, allow him to guide and direct you, and that's where you become a better leader. You're not a good leader under control. You're a good leader when God is leading you. You're supposed to be led in the first place. And so when we as a fallen, fallen man and a fallen woman think we're going to lead the direction, it doesn't turn out well. That's where you see a lot of arguments, a lot of disputes. Those things come, come into play. So that's what we're talking about, and that's the meat and potatoes of this particular show when it comes to God's control. Now, we, did, we have an episode, Thorns and Thistles, in the, work, in the office space. I want you guys to refer to this, because part of what we're talking about, and this is where this scripture, Ephesians 6, 5 through 9, can land in your business. Because this is when business actually gets fun. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear, with sincerity of heart, just as you obey, obey Christ. Obey them not only to win favor when their eye is on you, but as slaves of Christ. Doing the will of God from your heart, serve wholeheartedly as if you are serving the Lord, not people. Because you know that the Lord will reward each one of you whatever good they do, whether they are slave or free, and masters treat your slaves in the same way, do not threaten them. Since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with him. Now, what does that mean to you as a business owner? 
there is a merging factor that God wants to control your whole office space and actually move your whole organization that, that's there. I want you to think of something. One thing that we came back to in this particular, we came back to this right here. Your whole, your whole organization is not people per se. These are hearts that God cared about. So anybody that's, so let's say I have five people right here. Those are five separate hearts that God wants access to. And when you're in control, you're actually blocking that direction that God's trying to come into in your business. You're blocking those hearts. And these hearts are going through some things personally because you're in control. But when you soften up, you can communicate differently to your employees. You can move and God will make moves that you didn't know needed to be made within your organization for you. And that's one thing that we have to learn to trust is God's movements. When God's movements happen and you allow access through vulnerability to your organization, you will see the changes that he promised. But he wants, he wants his promises in your company. He needs his word in the central core of your company in order for it to move. There's things happening economy-wise. There's things happening life-wise. There's things that you're surrounded by personally that, you don't, that you're not aware of. God knows what's, your, what's, what's about to happen. So when there's a move that needs to be made, you have to constantly be vulnerable so those moves can move through. But this control issue that we have as business owners, yes, it is your company. I get it. The fact that you say your company puts control on it. But who's your guiding principle of this company? Are you just saying it with your mouth? Or are you literally releasing everything to God? If you're overwhelmed, if you're having bad time management, control is making that thing happen. You're not trusting something. You're not having faith in something. And so this is our opportunity as business owners to take a step back. We're in a time frame where taking a step back is imperative. And we need to move towards that direction of no control, allow God. Whatever circumcision, whatever things we need to heal personally is the opportunity so he can gain control and guide you so he can guide the steps of your company. Because he did say he will make things abundant for you. Two things are, you can look at abundance in a couple of different ways. Of course, financially. That's the easy part. But the fact of when you actually love what you do, when you can breathe and you can be productive and you can help lives through him, that's part of the abundance that he's talking about as well. We can't get narrow-minded about abundance because there's a lot to God and there's a lot of direction that he needs. So personally, the challenge that I have for you is I need you to take inventory today. I need you to ask yourself, do you have control issues? Control issues? Now, you got to be very transparent with you in order for this thing to work. Okay? Look at it in both personal. If you have it in personal, you have it in business. If you have it in business, you have it in personal. You can't separate the two. Ask yourself, are you willing to give God the direction that he deserves? Please look us up on Facebook. Look, look us up on LinkedIn. We'll keep on playing these shows. But in the meantime, I have to get back to work. You guys have a good day. Thank you very much.